When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. It's time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live. Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it because you did. On Giants.com. You know what I saw? New York Giant Prime. And the Giants mobile app. 17-14 is the final. One touchdown, we are world champions. Believe it, and it will happen. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Big Blue Kickoff Live right here from Giants.com and the Giants mobile app. It's good to be back. Howard Cross, John Schmelk, a week off. We are energized and ready to go, taking your calls at 201-939-4513. And no shortage of things to discuss and talk about with all the news coming in the last week about rumors with agents and demands <laughs> and contracts and all that stuff. So before we get into it, let me kind of just set the stage of where we're at. Um, according to reports, this is kind of where it starts. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones has switched agents. He has left again. We're not confirming this. This is what the media is saying. He has went from CAA to athletes first. So what does that mean? We don't know for sure. Pro Football Talk, Mike Floyer reporting. He thinks this seems to indicate he wants to have a larger demand on his contract for, again, according to the report, up to $45 million a year. We have no idea if that's accurate or true, but that's a report that's out there. We could take calls and talk about that. Now, athletes first, just to give you an example. Uh, one of the players that they represent, based, again, reports that I'm reading, is Dak Prescott. Look at how Dak Prescott handled his quarterback contract with the Cowboys, ended up getting the bag. Eventually, after playing on the tag for a year, getting tagged the following year, then he ended up getting the contract figured out. So mm-hmm. that's where we're at with Daniel. Um, again, according to reports, uh, how that impacts Saquon Barkley, we'll see. I don't want to talk about specific numbers or Howard, but uh, let's talk about it this way. And I want to start here, and we've said this many times, and I just want to reinforce it. The Giants have the franchise tag. All right? It's sitting there. It's $32 million. So if they can't come to an agreement on a long-term deal, if that's what happens here, they have that as a fallback. So fans that are worried that Daniel's not going to be here next year should not be worried about that. If the Giants want him here, he'll be here on the tag Mm. to figure out a long-term deal either later in the offseason or in future years, however they want to handle it. But I think that's the first thing we should get out there first. Okay. Um, Yes and no. Talk to me. Okay, so yes, yes, because yes, you you have the opportunity to tag him. You can tag him with the one that they can uh, be the first right of refusal if someone else offers them money, which is the one you're explaining. Uh, no, if, and this is a big no, uh, this this group of quarterbacks that are coming out this year in the draft, and I love Bryce Young and everything, but there's no, like, this is the guy. There's no Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow. Yeah, there, there's no guy like they're saying that this is the guy. He's going to be a Hall of Famer or, or, or at least a five-time Pro Bowler in the draft. Right now, I mean, 
they could be. If, but, Bryce, if Bryce Young was six two and two hundred pounds, then Bryce, yes, if, but he's if, not. At six foot tall, if he was if he was over two hundred pounds, they would be thinking that way. Right. But they're so right now they're like they're 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 doubting everything about all the quarterbacks. What's happening? What's going on? So then that brings into question this and only this. I'm sitting across the stadium in the green seats. I need a quarterback. Do I pay a car? Well, you know my feelings on car. Who is now a free agent. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Do I pay the very wish-washy Aaron Rodgers? Do does, I pay Jimmy Garoppolo? Do I pay Jimmy Garoppolo? Or do I pay a younger dude that I think has the ability to, you know, be a little healthier than the, than the other guys and has a lot more upside? That's a problem. Do I look at the Indianapolis Colts? That's like they're, they're a player or so away, and they may need a quarterback. Do oh, you, they don't might need a quarterback. Yeah. They need a quarterback. <laughs> do I go down to Washington in our own division? Yeah. You know, so you have teams that are like saying, I need a quarterback right now, and I need one that could actually get us there. And there are a couple teams that feel like they got the team in place, but if they just had that quarterback, and they not necessarily want to train a guy, but a guy they think they could – Okay, if I give him a good plan, he could get it done. That's the problem. Okay, now let me talk about this from a larger perspective. Um, and again, I think people talk about taking, you know, hometown discounts and stuff like that. First Never. contracts for quarterbacks. That guys, I don't don't count on that. Well, think about this. Like, and and when people say that, and I appreciate them saying that, I did that for years. And I tell people this all the time. I did that for years. You told the story on the air about yeah, but, the Dolphins with but Jimmy Johnson. If, if I would have been the same mindset now, would never have done that. You just don't. You don't know how long you're going to play. You don't know how long anything is. It's the same thing with, uh, it, 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 you know, guys talk about the PGA and the Live Tournament. I'm like, I would never take the money in the Live Tournament. Like two hundred million bucks. Well, like that's the difference. Like. You, you can give a hometown discount if everything's in place and you're going to be here for the next 10 years. You can't give a hometown discount when you had one receiver to throw the ball to for most of the year, maybe two at halftime. You had a running back who's phenomenal when he's healthy, and then there's you. And there's a free agent, by the way. Yeah, and then there's you. You don't give discounts for that because you don't know what's going to happen next year. Now, if I give the discount hoping they're going to build a team around me, there's no proven commodities coming in. You're drafting guys. You might draft great guys, but you're drafting guys. So from a business perspective, and there's no one out there who would tell you different. Fans are liars. They're all liars. Because if the money was on the line and it's offered to you, you would change You would change jobs tomorrow. If someone offered you three times what you're getting now for the Giants to go to the Eagles, you hate the Eagles, would you show up at the Eagles tomorrow three times as much? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, I would. So that that's that's the thing that that's the thing that we have to like be sorry, guys. Yeah, that, but that's the thing you have to be smart about. Yeah, of course. Like, you know, and it's it's nothing more than just be smart about it. Like, and my theory on Daniel is the same thing. And by the way, don't, and don't hold it against these guys who are trying to maximize no. the amount of money they make. Please, you, don't. You're, you're only going to be around for so long. Get all you can get. Do what I tell my kids. Take the most you can get. Don't be a pig. Take the most you can get. They're like. But don't you think take the most you can get, and also be happy? You know, yeah. you don't want to take a little bit more money yeah. and then be miserable either. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? And and the and the thing that we always the, the things I never that I never took advantage of as when I was growing up strike when the iron's hot. When you're the hot thing, that's your chance. Yeah, because you don't. Because like, like you're not going to be hot forever. <laughs> and this is why you know maybe something gets done right because if Daniel plays in the franchise tag and all of a sudden he misses eight games with an injury, 
then he's not attractive next offseason. So that's maybe why these two sides could eventually come together on something long term. But look, see, he, he's if, he's working with two he's working with two different quarterbacks in his mind. Right. He's working with Kirk Cousins, and he's working with Lamar Jackson. Kirk Cousins played the franchise tag, played the franchise tag, played the franchise tag, and then got paid. Lamar Jackson didn't accept didn't accept the contract they offered him, but he might have to get franchised. Yeah, he's kind of in the process of playing the Kirk Cousins yeah, game. Yeah, he's going to try to play the Kirk Cousins game. And I'm going to throw game. Dak Prescott in there too. Remember, but, he played yeah. on the franchise tag. Yeah, but, but but this guy got hurt. Even Dak got hurt. That's true. Both yeah. guys got hurt, so you got to figure out. Funny thing is, though, Dak got paid anyway. Because yeah. Dallas saw what it was like without him. They're like, yeah. "Oh man, we got to pay this dude." Yeah, so that's that's what you that's what you're <laughs> up against. Like your body is 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 your is your most valuable is your asset. It's not your most valuable asset. It is. It's, it's you. your only asset. So if something happens to you, that's it. All right. So let me throw out a big picture thing to you then, and this is Daniel related. If you're gonna go out there and you're gonna invest. Let's say it's a big long-term deal, even a one-year franchise tag, right? And I was thinking about this over over the week that we were off. And when I have time mm-hmm. to think, it's never a good thing. In the weeds. No, it's, it's not good. <laughs> Do you kind of have to shift your approach then? Once you give the quarterback the big contract... Is this really still a slow draft and develop situation? Or do you have to enter more into a great point? Will win now mode maybe is a little bit stronger, but do you have to be more aggressive? You know, we've had fans call and I've kind of you know, I'm always more of the draft and develop type of guy. But if you're paying Daniel all that money, you know, and you bring let's say you bring back Saquon, then you have no more money to bring in another top wide receiver, right? Then do you consider doing the first round pick trade for a top wide receiver? To try yeah. to make a move and do it now because you know how long is Leonard going to be here? How long is Adoree Jackson going to be so, here? You know, go. So, you know, does your approach then change? I'm still generally against trade picks for a guy and then pay him. But are you? How are you getting a number one wide receiver? So yeah. that that's kind of where well, my thought well, was well, over the past week. I wouldn't even worry about that because this this is what you're what what I think about when you in your scenario is this number one. Most teams are trying to get uh, to the Super Bowl with their rookie contract. That's what they're trying to do. Sure. Uh, unless you're Patrick Mahomes, Peyton Manning, or Tom Brady, or or Elway, that usually doesn't happen. You know, I, I guess you can throw you can throw um, my man Marine, not Marine, Montana in there too. But you know, those are all time greats. Most guys, it's their rookie contract because you have to build so many guys around like them. Russell Wilson. Yeah. So it's not just building guys around them. You're also building free agents around them that that could help you mm-hmm. get there. So the question you're putting out there, if we give Daniel the money. How do we get around, you know, paying everyone else? That's exactly where I'm going. So here's my theory on this. I think that, I think that if you, you know, if you give him two or three years, because if it's Daniel, that's what he would be taking because he's going to like, you know, max out what he can get early on, and then you know try to do it. If he's going long, long term, if he goes long, long term, you just got to build it around him. You, you're going to build it through the draft. If you if he goes long term, yeah, you have to draft. Yeah, yeah, you you can't see the ideal of signing guys. I'm I'm not the big component of signing guys unless the guy is like a a great great player and you're about to get the best player ever on your team or a player that's going to be super. He's going to be there for a while. And he's going to be Pro Bowl level every year he's there. You know, like Leonard Leonard's been pretty close Pro Bowl level every year he's been oh, here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so like you need to sign a guy like that. So here's my question, though. Once you invest in the quarterback that way, do you have to give him the guy to throw the ball to that you can depend on and be a game-breaker and be a star? Like, does that become yeah, but essential? You, well, 
the NFL and NBA are different, right? The NBA does their does their free agency before the draft. Mm-hmm. The, the NFL does the free agency. Uh, I don't know if I got it backwards. Anyway, <laughs> NBA does the draft first, then, then the free, free agency. agency yeah. NFL is the opposite. Yeah. So so what's happening now is that the Giants are going to go into this thing, and, and and their scouting department is looking at all the receivers and where they are on the draft board and who they can get. Well, I'm going to pause it. Let's pause it. This. Mm-hmm. You will not have a what you believe is a number one wide receiver available to you at 25. I'm going to say you will have a number one at 25. I don't know if there's a number one in the draft. I think the kid out of TCU is probably going to be a number one receiver. I think the kid out of USC is probably going to be a number one Ooh, receiver. Ooh, you think number one, huh? I think a number one receiver. Okay. I think the kid out of TCU, which is one of the kids from um, Ohio State, probably Harrison – He's not out this year. He's but next year. Next year, but, but Smith the, and Jigma is the kid out Smith this year. Smith and Jigma is is another fast twitch, explosive, take the top off a of defensive guy. The, the difference in receivers is it, it's not like running backs where we can say we can they're a dime a dozen. Receivers, every camp in high school is a seven on seven. So camp. you have confidence you can find a top receiver later. I can fi- I can find okay. that guy that, that that can catch the ball and be. Super quick. You want a guy that's either going to take the top off the defense or that he's going to get open all the time. Correct. You either want the lateral quickness or the straight edge. Yeah, speed. and I got right. and I got the two guys. I'm naming guys that I could do. Even the kid out of Boston College is quick. Oh yeah, Zay Flowers yeah, is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got you got all these guys that are that are you know could be be the be the you know difference makers, possession receivers, or take the top off of defense kind of guys, and guys that are hard to cover, and that's and that's what you're looking for in the draft. There there there's going to be a guy that if Daniel Jones drops back. And a rookie shows up that can be that guy. Now, is he going to be the guy out of uh, the guy out of uh, Cincinnati, which everybody's like he's the guy? They, he could possibly be that guy. He's going to have that many opportunities, and that's the difference. The guy in Cincinnati is the number, kind of the number two, like one A instead of one, and it's because he's there with Jamar Chase. If you get a kid here and he's the kid, the guy, he he won't be. Like, oh, he might catch 50 passes. He's going to catch 80 to 90 passes right. because he's going to be that good. He's going to be what, you know, and I don't want to, like, you know, belittle Odell's career, but he's going to be Odell if he's that kind of a talent, if he's that fast, if he's if he's able to get open because they're going to throw the ball to him. Right. And look, I'll, and I'll just say this before we get to your calls. We have one person on the line. If you want to get in, now's the time, folks. We'll get to you as we move ahead here at 201-939-4513. If you go and you pay a quarterback at that level, the Mahomes level, the Josh Allen level, the mm-hmm. 45-ish million dollar level, mm-hmm. he better be the guy. Like that level of a guy because it's very hard. And this is the point you were making before, right? Once you pay a quarterback that level of money, it makes it really difficult to build around them. So that quarterback better be able to elevate everybody around them if you're going to give them more than 20% of your salary cap, right? Or well, 20% I, of your cap. So my point, the, real quick, is that you better be sure Daniel's going to be that guy if you give him that type of contract. Mm-hmm. And that's why, for me, I'm more willing, rather than making that commitment now, to give it another year on the tag so I'm sure. And then after this year, I feel better about it. Then, all right, fine. I'll go there, and then I'll be happy about it. I think... Now going to that level, I'm talking, you know, the Mahomes level of contracts. It's but probably he, but, a little bit too risky for me, and Rich. From for this yeah. is me personally, I don't know what Joe Shane's thinking for my blood right now. Yeah, but you got to remember that even even though Mahomes has set the bar for quarterbacks, there's he's still Patrick Mahomes, right? 
So when they look at it, they're going to be, okay, have you been to the Pro Bowl? Have you thrown for this many yards? Have you won two Super Bowls? It has nothing to do with it. They're just going to start cutting down all the stuff you haven't done yet. Of course. And then they're going to be like, well, you've made a huge jump, but here's where your jump is. And they're going to stat you into a position where you're going to argue your stats. Well, I have the potential to, but you haven't done it. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, but, that, but no, no, but that's but that's the argument for how you can price him now to get a better deal for a contract. Oh, correct. If you wait and do the deal like you're saying, put him on a franchise tag. Oh, and, well, and, Howard, if I can get him down to a number that I like, but great. You're, but you're going to get him down to a number. He can argue all he wants, and and that's nothing against Daniel or anything or anybody else. Well, but then you can play in the you, tag. You play, you play what you play, you play to your productivity. Well, right, but then but then you're playing the Kirk Cousins game, right? You're playing on the tag every well, year. If he wants until to, if you he become will, an he, unrestricted yeah, free agent. If he wants to play under the tag, that's on him. But for me, I would take, you know, I would take thirty two to thirty five million dollars for like five years or whatever it is. Hey, well I, that would that would probably be a shorter term. Yeah, that but that'd be three three to five years because I'm trying to build myself up to get to mm-hmm. get to that spot. If you go out and take a big number which you know, I don't know what the, what the market's going to be, and the, the agent's going to argue against the cap being larger and whatever. The next couple of years, say, so, "Hey, I'm just working what we got now," and he has to deal. He has to deal with that. Now, to answer your question, the original question is, yeah, it, it doesn't really matter if you're going to pay a guy, you pay the guy, and what you have to do at that point is build a team around him. The the Joe and those guys are saddled with what they're saddled with from the former, you know, regime the way they did things. It takes time to build a program. Sure. All right. So you're not going to become, uh, you know, I get excited. I want the fans. I tell the fans this all the time when they ask me. So, hey, look, we got into the playoffs. We did good. Kind of overachieved a little bit, but we did really well. Now can we build a team to support what, what happened this year? Well, that's the point, though. Like, if you go to that elite yeah, level but, money, but it makes st- it really hard to do that. But you can still do that. No, you can. It's just harder. No, it's not. Yeah, because you have less money to spend. Sure, it's harder. Yeah, but you're you're basing that on free agents. You they're they're basing the guys that we have. The, the way I view them are they're draft guys. Now they'll pick up free agents when they're needed, but they're draft guys. They, All right, that's they, fair too. They build teams. So the the ideal is to like okay, we want to sustain where we were. You eventually have to resign those draft guys too. Yeah, but you get okay, but <laughs> if you if you give them a contract that's out five, seven, eight years. And the market keeps doing what the market's doing, and the number keeps growing. Oh, that's true. Then he's locked into where he is. You can do that. You know, you, you got him where you need to get him, and then you can continue to build a team. If you give him a short-term deal, and then like in three years he goes to try to break the bank because he deserves it, if, if if that's the way he's playing, then you have to deal with that down the road. So do you deal with it now, or do you kick the can down the road? And that's what it is. That's why guys are going, franchise tag him. I'm like, eh. No, look, I, but Howard, I would prefer not to use the tag, but I would prefer the tag to Mahomes' money is my point. I don't think that's that's not his number. Okay, good. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I hope it's not. Yeah, but, like, who has Mahomes' money? Uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson. Yeah, okay. Josh Allen. Josh Allen has Mahomes' He's money? He's 43. Okay, but it's a short-term deal or something? No, it was long. Okay, well, like I said, that's... Dak is at 40. Yeah, I just don't see look 40 might be the number, might be the market number. But that again, is he a top they're going to say are you a top 5? No, he's not top 5. He's probably in the top 10. All right? So then they're going to they're going to tear it down and like 
it's no, you know, in case fans don't know this, like you're all, you get slotted and tiered. Unless you're going to break the bank and somebody's in desperate need of that position, they don't pay you like that. Just don't. Yeah, it's the market. The market yeah. dictates what you're worth. Right? Mm-hmm. No, look, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I hope, I hope that's how it goes, right? Mm-hmm. That they have a reasonable conversation, they go back and forth, and they get to a number that makes sense for both sides, and, and that's where they wind up. Yeah, this is, this is, this is uh, what I call contract negotiation, not a divorce court, so it should work out. It's a great way to put it. <laughs> yeah. And Howard's been involved in both. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. You know, hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Two zero one nine three nine four five one three. All right, folks, go subscribe to the Giant Huddle podcast. It features really great interviews with national analysts around the NFL. Uh, working on a couple things this week, uh, talking about free agency and the combine. Go subscribe to the Giant Huddle podcast. We have a couple good episodes last week. Sean O'Hara popped on, and we had Jeff Risden from Real GM giving us a real good breakdown of the draft class. Again, go subscribe to the Giant Huddle podcast on your favorite podcast platform, the Giants app or podcast platforms everywhere. Wilson and Roxbury will lead us off today. Wilson, what's up? Hey, guys. Welcome back. How are you? What's Very up? good. How are you doing? I'm okay. Hey, listen. Uh, hey, hey, John. I called you a couple of weeks ago, and I told you uh, I hope Daniel Jones doesn't get bad advice, and it's, this thing doesn't get messy. For what I can hear, you don't know what to believe, what not to believe. It, it, it looks like it might be heading that way. Which is a shame. I mean, Wilson, just 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 because it's a negotiation doesn't necessarily mean it's messy. You know what I mean? Okay, right. I know, but I'm saying, you know, everybody for some crazy reason thought this was gonna be okay. Daniel, come over here, sign over here, and everything was gonna be done. Obviously, that was a pipe dream because it mm-hmm. doesn't it, it, it doesn't gonna work like that. Hundred percent. But I do wanna right. But I wanna ask you this: Well, Daniel Jones, I like Daniel Jones. I think Daniel Jones. In one year of good coaching, show what he can do. And I think he's, he, I don't know, he's not a top 10 quarterback right now, but I think he's got the ceiling to be even a top five quarterback because he's got a great arm, he moves, and all that stuff. But he's got to understand it. So, Daniel, we give you, I don't think they're going to put the tag on him anyway because if you do that, I think you completely, you know, hemp, you know, you completely construct the team. You can't do anything if you give him $32 million all in one shot. So, I don't think they're going to do that. And he's got to understand, Daniel, okay, so we pay you. Who's going who's gonna to catch the ball? Who's going to block for you? And the other thing that they got to tell him is this, Daniel, listen, we like you, but don't forget, Brad Purdy got into an NFC championship with a, with a great coaching and a lot of weapons around him. 
So if Brock Purdy can do that, mm. I think a guy like a guy like Baker Mayfield, for example, mm-hmm. with with Brian Dable kind of making the offense around him and good weapons can can thrive also. So I don't understand what's going on. I hope it doesn't get like that. But hey, Wilson, I, can I ask you a question? Can, can I ask you a question, sure. Wilson? So yeah, if, if I don't know what you do for a living, but if someone's going to offer you, let's say, eight times what you make, are right. you going to argue for, you say, oh, no, I'll just take five. No, no, I understand that. But listen, there, I put but you can't say you can't say but if you would take the money. Of right? course I would. Of, of course I would. Okay, so, listen, so I, how? I'm, how, not, I'm not a. Go ahead. No, no, but I'm not a professional athlete. You know what? I, John, I don't know if you remember me. You know what I asked you last time? <laughs> I said, you want to take $35 million and just have money in the bank, or you want to take 32 and be relevant? Uh, be relevant it, it, for a couple of that's years. That's not how it works. I understand that. If you don't. If you don't take it when you can get it, you won't get it back. Yeah, Wilson, Wilson I, I, I have a follow-up question for you, too. And I know you said you don't think okay. the Giants would tag him. But let's say they go through the next three weeks, right? And Okay. And I think it's about three weeks from yesterday when, when, when free okay. agency starts. And they, can't, yeah. and they can't figure out a long-term contract. So literally, and they're, they're, and they're kind of starting from zero. If it's yeah, true about the agent, right? They, yeah, right. They're starting from scratch. If he's getting a new agent, hundred mm-hmm. percent, Howard. So they get to March fifteenth. The negotiating okay. period starts at twelve o'clock on March fifteenth, right? Let's say they get okay. to eleven o'clock a.m. on March fifteenth. Free agency is about to start. He's about to become an unrestricted free agent where he can negotiate and sign without okay. any protection with any other team. You don't think at right. that point to protect themselves, the Giants would put the tag on them? But John, listen, they're protecting themselves from what? If they give him thirty-two losing, million, losing him, they're protecting they're from. No, no, but Wilson, Wilson, they're protecting him. They're protecting themselves from not having a quarterback next year. But the most, the most important thing is, that no. I, I know everybody worried about Daniel leaving, not leaving, and the amount of money and everything. You have to remember that the salary cap is growing. Yearly or every other year, and then, no, not yearly now. It isn't yearly. Yeah, yearly. So what you what you're arguing against is you're trying to hold them in position for what you think the price point is or the market is today versus what the market what the market's going to be next year and the year after. And that. by the way, and that's what the agents trying to price in. The yeah. agents when when the agents do this negotiation, Wilson, they don't care about the right. total number. They're saying, well, this guy signed for twenty percent of the cap. Well, no. we project the cap's going to go up, so we want his contract to stay at the twenty percent marker or, or, as you know, the cap or, or goes up. Or they're going to try to hit a number right. that they think is right. So, like, let's say if they but, give if they give Daniel forty million bucks and the cap goes up, he won't be at twenty percent of the cap. He'll be at eighteen percent of the cap. Right. So they try to no. I, I understand. Yeah. Correct. So they're 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 and I understand what you're saying, and it sounds like a lot of money and everything. But the ideal of what they're doing is that's what it's the market. Whatever the market bears is what they're what is. It's a good argument. His marketability right now is where he is in his stats and everything else and what he means to his team is what he's going to be arguing. Well, and Wilson, I think the question would be then, what what would he get from another team if it's, if he hits the open market as an unrestricted free agent? That's, that's the ultimate question that the Giants need to figure out on their own. He could get $40 million from but the John, Jets. Let me, John, let me ask you something. Yes, sir. I, I'm, not wor- I'm not worrying about 2024 or 2025 because – the NFL is a year-to-year business, man. You can be eleven and six, or eleven and seven, now, or whatever, ten and seven now, and next year you can be five and, and, and eleven. All I'm saying is, 
I, we made the playoffs, right, uh, this past season. Yeah. We won a playoff game. I don't yeah. want to go back. I don't want to go back to 6 and 11 or, or 7 and, and 10. You know what I'm saying? Well, I also, then you better forward. franchise tag Daniel Jones then, bro, because if you don't have a quarterback, guess what? You're going backwards. But, but John, but listen, but if you do that, right, and you got to give him the whole $32 million, what do you have left to do? You, you so keep saying 32, the, but the number isn't 32. The number is more like 38 to 40. No, the, the franchise tag is 32. Oh, well, the, the franchise, franchise tag is If he plays at 32, and I'm, yeah. I'm just going to say this, it's going to be impossible to sign him the next year. Because he'll feel like right, he got, how about uh, well, yeah, like I said, I'm not, I'm not worried about next year, Howard. I'm saying if you give him 32, that's a hard 32. It's not like you can spread out the 32. you got to give him 32. No, that's a hard yeah, but, but, of yep. the other. But that's – but 32. Well, Wilson, so look, I, Wilson, I don't want to do that either. It's not like that's no, my thir- preference. That, he, that is saying, my he's backstop. Saying, he's saying 32 is a lot of money. Well, the problem is that if the 32 in terms of cap accounting – all yeah. goes on I, I the cap, cap right, in I'm one cap, year. You know what I mean? If, I know. if you pay him right. you know, a five-year contract, 40 a year, you. you can make that first cap right. number 20 and then yeah. spread the rest out you. later. Exactly. You know? I got exactly. you. Now, Wilson, exactly. I hear you, man. Thank you for the call, dude. Appreciate it, man. I get what he's saying, and I, and I understand what he's saying. But like I said, if I, if I again, if I pay for 32... I'd be like, okay, I got a short change this year, so how am I going to get my money from going forward? Well, it's funny. I was reading um, somebody I'm trying to get on on one of the huddles either this week or next week at the Combine is Joel Corey is a former agent, and he says the way these things kind of work is that the agent will take um, the franchise tag amount, which is 32, and yeah. then if you tag him again, it's an automatic 20% raise, right? Yeah. So then you add, what, 20% of 32 is six and a half, right? Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. So then next year, if they tagged him again, he'd be up to 38 and a half. So what the agent will do, he'll take those two numbers, put them together, mm-hmm. and that is then the minimum they'll accept on a long-term deal. Yeah, because, know. do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that, I, that I, that's kind of how they look at it. I know how they're doing it, the, the funky math. I got it. <laughs> we're in the weeds, Howard. Yeah, we're in the weeds. All right, let's go to Scott in New Mexico. He's up next. Hey, Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? We're good. Very good. Uh, another team that worries me uh, as far as Daniel Jones landing, which you didn't mention, is San Francisco. Uh, they were a quarterback away from getting into the Super Bowl with Purdy having Tommy John surgery. Yeah, they, 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 they don't have the cap space for it, Scott. Oh, okay, good. And they got the kid they drafted at the number one. Trey Lance. That's yeah, going to be healthy. Competing, and, yeah. And they mm-hmm. exci- they're going to be excited for him to get back healthy because he watched <laughs> Tommy John guy get you know go to the Super Bowl. Right, yeah, but I was I was nervous because I thought again he mm-hmm. that would be a landing spot. But anyways, my main question has to do no matter how good Daniel Jones is, uh, it really comes down to the offensive lines, and it was actually obvious in the Super Bowl because you had the number one and the number two offensive lines in football. And Philadelphia, which had what seventy sacks, I believe, didn't sack uh, Mahomes once, and the five players they have on that team, none of them are first round draft choices. Uh, which is kind of interesting in its own way. Orlando uh, Brown, wasn't he drafted in the first round by the Ravens? Yeah. No, by the Ravens, yes. Yeah, but, but he's still a first-round first yeah, pick. But and, I'm talking about he was traded, obviously, to Kansas City. Right, and, but, and, and, and Scott, by the way, what did the Chiefs trade for him? Uh, not sure. First, a first-round pick. Yeah. First-round pick. Okay. <laughs> 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 but, but my question is more, uh, this is the way I would like the Giants to – either acquire players or 
uh, and I have them in this order, linebacker, center, and wide receiver. I don't care if they get them through free agency or the draft. So that's the way I'd like to see the Giants do. But in regards to the Kansas City team, they have two unrestricted free agents. Uh, one of them is uh, Orlando Brown, which we already have tackles, but one of them is Andrew Wiley. And Andrew Wiley, his natural position was guard, but he was switched to tackle, I believe, because Eric Fisher tore his ACL in the championship game, I believe. Mm-hmm. Would he be an upgrade, or can the Giants afford him? Because, again, I think center is an important position, and if you can get a good guard, uh, whether through free agency, does that free up, or can you get players in the draft? that would be an upgrade to the Giants' offensive line? Because if you can improve that, then Daniel Jones will have a little bit more to work with. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of like the guard class on, on, day, on day two of this draft, to be honest with you, Scott. I think you can okay. do okay there. Guard center, yeah. And, and the problem with Wiley is that he just showed he can be the starting right tackle on a Super Bowl team, so he's going to want tackle money. <laughs> so, okay. you know, you aren't going to be able to pay him guard money now. He's going to want tackle money because he was just the starting right tackle on the Super Bowl champion team. So yeah. and, I don't think that's, that's going to be something that fits. And, and probably if I'm drafting, I'm, I'm trying to go best player available. Available. If I'm not lucky enough to get the the wide receiver I want or the inside backer I want, I'm probably going to get an interior offensive lineman at that pick. And those, and those three guys or those three positions will be down there in that spot in that slot for for the Giants to pick. Yeah, they okay. might. You might not have a guard except for maybe Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern, who yeah, a couple is kind of a guard tackle combo depending on his arm length. John Michael Schmitz out of Minnesota could be the first center off the board end of the first round. Yeah. Osiris Torrance, the big guard out of Florida, who's a really good player. So those are those are kind of the guys you're going to be looking at there, Scott. Look, a guard or center, if you're sure they're really good, is a pretty safe pick at the end of the first yeah. round. Right. And second, third round picks, too, at that position are yeah. really, really good players. Yes. Okay. My, my last comment, and it's actually just a comment, going back to the point you said, John, uh, about would you do this or that in regards to getting a player – if you had the opportunity to trade your 25th pick, your first-round pick, and pick up a player like Devontae Adams, you wouldn't do it, or would you? Well, I mean, uh, Devon, yes, Devontae Adams, yeah. Because Dev- yeah, he's a monster. Yes. Right. Devontae Adams, yes. Yes. Okay. And that's what I, what, what I wanted to ask. You know, are there players like that where you would give up your 25th pick to get a wide receiver like that? And, I, and I'll take your answer, though, for you guys. Thanks again. Yes. <laughs> Devontae Adams. Yeah, but yes. I, who's going to let you trade for Devontae Adams or the twenty fifth pick overall? Like, like you'd have to have another guy in the in in you know in your locker room that's going to be a good player if you if you're going to let go of a Devontae Adams or 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 whoever. And remember this: Devontae Adams was traded when he was going to become a free agent. All right, yeah. so. It wasn't like he, he didn't. Have, he break. wasn't under yeah. contract, and they had to trade a one and a two for him. Yeah. So you're not just getting him. Who's you know you know he's under a long term contract now. You're not getting him for just a first round pick. No, you're getting him for a boatload of picks. Same so. thing with Tyree Kill. He was going to free agency, yeah. right? So they had to give up, and Tyree Kill was more than just a first round pick, too, right? If yeah. I remember right, I have to double check. Yeah. Both guys, and both guys had decent years. I think Tyreek had one of the most <laughs> impressive <laughs> years ever. Yeah, not not just decent, <laughs> mm-hmm. or, or unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, let's see. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. For five draft picks. A 2022 first, a second mm. rounder who was 50th. So that's like in the middle of the second round. Mm-hmm. A fourth round pick plus fourth and sixth round picks in the next year's draft. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Yes. 
Yeah. So yes, if I could get Tyreek Hill when I trade the the twenty fifth pick in the draft, I would. But that's not happening. Yeah, but he, but again, like you know, realistically, though, that's not what you're going to have to give up if you're going to get. You know, they're going to want way more than your twenty fifth pick. Would you have to give up way more than the twenty fifth pick for T Higgins? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're going to give up if you're going to get T Higgins. They they assume that he's a number one. I know they don't want to move him. He probably wants to move to be the number one guy somewhere. Right. Uh, you got to research what kind of guy he is. Do you really like him? Is he a good teammate? All that stuff. Let's say he is all that stuff. Uh, you give, you're going to give up the whatever team. You're going to give a one if you're in the first. Probably one if, and a two, right? If you're in the top ten, you're going to give up a one and a, and a third or a one and a fourth. If you're in the, after ten, you're going to give up a one and a two. That's just it because you, you just Probably. they don't that that's what happens. And I'm not doing that. No, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, for me, because then you got to pay again, him too, right? But again. I'm not the I'm not the GM. No, I don't. No. <laughs> so we're just talking heads. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Doug and Glen Falls. He's up next. Hey, Doug. Hello, Doug. Dougie. Dougie Fresh going once. Dougie Hi. Fresh. Hey, there there you go. what's up? Well, that last guy I've heard him a number of times. I'll, and and Paul said it, and I'm sure how would room. All it takes one team, one team to give him forty million, he's gone. No, no. Why no. don't they understand that one team could be the commander? Some team out there that wants a quarterback will pay him more than that. The, the Giants might not pay him, and he's gone. Well, what's going to happen? It just is, takes one team. What's going to happen? Right is about that. They're going to have to like secure the uh, franchise tag and get that paperwork done today to make sure it's in place. What well, I, though, you don't. You, you have to just do it. No, by no, the, by, you no, have to no. do it by the time you get to the, the, the tag it. deadline. But, but I'm saying it's March seventh. Like, yeah, think. you're gonna have to have a kind of. So, so, okay, so here's the tag. We want you to look at it because we want you to start thinking about it. He doesn't have to sign it right away, but I'd have it prepared in case. Again, this is more. This is more in line with the fact that he has a new agent, right? Mm-hmm. So you're like, hey, look, we may have to have the t- we may have to have the tag in place in case we don't get you signed in time. And and the agent now the agent's under pressure to get things done before before signing date. That that would be it. As far as everything else. By the way, and just for the record, just so people understand what the dates are, if I can get my computer to cooperate here, mm-hmm. you can first start designating franchise players on February twenty first. So mm-hmm. that's coming up uh, today. <laughs> yeah. So that 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 that's at four o'clock In two today. Weeks. Correct. And then the last day. You could franchise somebody is March seventh mm-hmm. at four p.m. Yeah, so that's weeks. your timetable. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So basically, you tell the you have to tell the agent today, like we're preparing the the, fran- the franchise papers in case we can't get this done. We know you're new. You guys are new with your responsibilities. Don't know how far along you are. Really interested in talking about it, but we're prepared. And we would prefer to have a long term deal yeah. worked out, yeah. but. We are willing to put the tag and on, you just and, put, and that's and I, part of the negotiations. And I, you put that out there, just so they know. They're like, okay, so we gotta get this done. What else you got, Doug? Um, now you you probably haven't done that much work on receivers. I was looking at some that were one kid from Wake Forest called At Perry. I've not gone to him yet. He's they, actually next on my list, Doug. He's an okay Is receiver. He? Yeah, he's an okay receiver. I've, I've seen him a couple times this Is year. It, the ones I've been looking at, ones that you pot would where Moga go in the third or fourth round, they're not. They wouldn't have to uh, waste a first round draft pick on them. Yeah, but you, you, you're looking. Oh, you think At Perry's not too bad? He's not too bad, but like if you're drafting a guy, if you're gonna if you if you're gonna go past the first round or the second round, 
that's the kid you're looking at. That's one of the kids you're going to be looking at. Um, the problem with receiver is like you're trying to get guys that are going to be effective today when they step on the field. And it's not that Perry wouldn't right. be effective today when he steps on the field. You're looking for a guy that is going to, like I said, take the top off the defense. Be a significant upgrade to what you have. <laughs> or you're going, he's going to be somebody that, oh. holy smokes, this guy can really – he's really hard to tackle or really hard to catch. So that's, that's what they're trying to do right now. That's what I'm assuming. Let me correct myself. That's what I'm assuming they're trying to do right now. But all the all the guys you're talking about, Addison, all those guys, wouldn't they? Wouldn't most of us be gone? But before we 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 um we'd have to get them. Well, this twenty five at, at all possible, even they would last at twenty five. It does. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the draft is going to going to hold out. Thanks for the call, Doug. I, I think you're going to have three three quarterbacks. that are going to go early. I think you're going to have about eight to ten. The D linemen that are going to go early. Cornerbacks, too. Uh, and, a lot early. Defense. And then you have some offensive linemen that are going to go, uh, you know, you know top, there, top might, the and there then, might only be one or two receivers that go before the Giants. I mean, Jordan Addison I, could be there. Smith and Jigwood could be there. I, I don't Johnson know. could be there. Like, it's not it, impossible. I'm just saying, like, if, if you think about it, you have three quarterbacks. Now you're down to four. I'm not saying they're going in that order, mm-hmm. right? Then you got Will Allen and all the defensive linemen. Right, so you got you're probably down to eleven almost right there. Then you got some guard and DBs. Now you're probably like thirteen, fourteen, right? Then you got like man, the Giants are like eleven picks from that. Are there enough guards and everything else to go into that spot before then? I don't know. Yeah, and look, we're we're really early, early for all that. Too. Yeah, like it's, it's and, that, that, and that's then, what's tough and, about picking twenty fifth. You don't know who's going to be there. Yeah, that's what so, makes it so hard. Like, I've, I've, like in my mind, I know who who who's whoever. There's a lot of edge rushers that are coming out of different schools, so I know those guys are going to go. I know there's a few interior guys that, that people are high on. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. There, I can get you down to almost twenty before that. You know, people start pulling uh, tight ends, not tight ends, but uh, receivers off the board. Yeah, almost them, twenty. There might be a tight end or two gone before the Giants pick too. That's not oh, impossible. Yeah. The, the kid from uh, Notre, Dame. Notre Dame's definitely mm-hmm. definitely should be gone. Uh, the kid from Oregon, yeah, Oregon, Oregon State, Oregon State, yeah, he should be, be gone. gone as well. You yeah. could think the kid from Utah could be gone. Possible, possible, possible. But you know, I think he's probably more in that twenty-eight to yeah. thirty-two range. <laughs> he's a little but later. He but might. good. Yeah, you never know. Hey, the one actually, thing I've learned, actually, Howard, there's ne- four quarterbacks now. I think about well, it. Richardson three. too. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's that's another spot down. I got you to 21 now. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Tony in Lincoln Park. He's up next. Hey, Tone. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. What's up? No uh, problem. Just couple a uh, couple questions about the draft. First of all, I'm glad Wink and Kafka are staying. Um, everyone's talking receiver, but you know people forget Colin Johnson is a big body guy like Isaiah Hodgins, and he's coming back. So, what and, and by the way, think? Tony, just real quick, just so fans know, the whole staff's coming back except for DeAndre Smith. The reports are he's going to go to the Colts yeah. staff, right? It was yeah. the Colts staff. Mm-hmm. He was a Giants running back coach. But everyone else should theoretically be back. Go ahead, Tony. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, that, that's awesome. That's great news. So, um, with Colin Johnson and Hodgins, you got the two big body guys. I think – the way they're looking, like against the run especially, or at corner, I'm thinking maybe either go lockdown corner in the first round or if you get a, a, a three-down linebacker, look there and then maybe get your speed receiver a little later in the draft, 
because look what we have now in the receiver room. Ooh, but Tony, 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 up. Tony, speed goes early, bro. Yeah. You, you'll have no 4-3 yeah. guys sitting around there in round three, all yeah. right? So, so, <laughs> and also what happens is you have to remember that, that like most teams, I, I, it's very rare when you do do it, you make a mistake. But most teams, they draft what's the best player available. So we could be we could be at that spot and we could be looking at, I don't know, whatever position is the best player on the board, you're probably going to be taking him. And that's that's the hard thing with, with the draft. If you see an edge rusher, you're like, oh, well, we don't really need one, I don't guess. But you're like, you better take him. If you don't take him, you're going to be regretting it for the rest of your life. Uh, if, you, if you're in that spot and you go, man, that tackle was like rated in like the top eight and he dropped for whatever reason to us. Let's review and see if he's that good one more time. Like you're gonna take him. There is just so many things you can do with guy. You you take him. You could bump. You know, and not that I want to bump him down, but you could bump if he's that good. You could bump Neil inside one spot. You secured one side of your line. Yeah, and by the way, <laughs> I'll say this too. Uh, no one's a bigger Colin Johnson fan than I am. I mm-hmm. talked him up all summer and everything. Yeah. You, he, you can't count on him. To be a starter this year and just say, all right, well, we're going to plug what's and play. He, what's, he coming back, we'll what, what's he coming back from? Achilles? Yeah. Uh, yeah, something else will go, <laughs> and unfortunately, and I, I'm praying that it doesn't. But usually when a guy tears an Achilles, trying to get Achilles back, his knee is not in the right spot. And just look, the alignment thing and going at full speed, it takes a minute. Yeah, so Tony, I wouldn't just say, all right, we got Colin Johnson, we're fine. And I think, to Howard's point, I think you're looking at one of two things, right, when you're looking for a wide receiver. I think Howard hit it 100%. You either want that quick technician route runner type that's going to create separation, get open, yes, or you need the guy that's going to scare the hell out of teams of beating you deep. Yeah, you want if you got a guy that's over six foot tall, 6'2", six 6'3", six and he runs a route, it's got to be like, oh my God, we can't. He's so big, and we just, it's no 50. There's never a 50 50 ball because you're afraid that he's going to like jump over you, get by you, or do something. If you don't have a guy that's doing that, you need a guy that can, when he stops, there's wind and dust flying off the ground. He, he stops so quick, like a, like a cartoon character, or a guy that's going to blow by you that, oh my God, you got to lay back because we can't, like Tyreek Hill almost. You got to be a guy that you got to be like, okay, here he comes. Let me lay back. Because you can't really jam him. If you miss the jam, he's gone. With that being said, then, guys, who are your top three receivers that potentially could be there for the Giants at 25? At 25? Uh, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I think it, it, <laughs> no, it's hard. Look, I, I for me, my top three receivers in the draft are probably the Quentin Johnson kid out of TCU that Howard mentioned. He's the bigger-bodied guy with some speed. He's 6'4", 200 he pounds. He won't be there. Good chance he's not going to be there. I agree. <laughs> yeah. You have Jordan Addison at a USC. He's more of that get open technician, speed, quickness, route runner type. Might, I think he is a yeah, shot. Is he, had a, he had an injury last year. I don't know. I don't think he's going to run like a four four one. He'll probably be in the high four fours, maybe you know, yeah, which is good enough. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But it's not. He's not going to blow it off. And then I think the Smith and Jigba kid is 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 is, is yeah, a real wild card. He's a wild card, but he's going to run a really fast. See, I, I people have told me that they think he might be a low four fives guy. I, I'd like to see that. Yeah. So I, that's the thing. Yeah. I think how, especially coming off a hamstring, how he tests, I think, is going to oh, be very important. Him. See, I don't like, no offense to the kids, but I don't like when you come off injuries and try to get drafted. Dude, he missed a whole year with a hamstring I know, injury. I know. Whole year. I know. So He I, missed a whole year also because, no offense, they, he knew they weren't playing for a national championship. 
That might be part of it. Yeah. So he's like, let me get myself ready for the draft. I got to look at the draft. Yeah, and look, here's the other thing. Smith and Jigba played the slot at Ohio State. Can he play outside in the NFL? No. That's a question I'm I'm not sure if he can either. That's no, what I'm saying. Can't. Is Jordan Addison, who's barely six foot, is he more of a slot in the NFL or is he an outside guy? Not sure about that. You mentioned uh, Zay Flowers out of Boston College. Yeah. He's 5'9". You can't yeah. have two five nine wide receivers uh, running around with him and Wandell. So I, I, it's I, hard. I, I, I get that, but at the same time, like if you're if you're a dog and you play outside and you can like run a four three forty, you can run a four three forty. If you're oh, like I Jackson, remember Jackson played with the Eagles for a while. Oh, Deshaun. Yep. Yeah, Deshaun. He was what five nine. Well, I'm five ten. Well, I'm going to throw another guy at you. Do you like Jalen Hyatt? He's six foot. Mm. He's going to run a legit four three five. He is fast, but he is not a route runner. But he is like if you want to compare somebody to Sean Jackson, yeah. Jalen Hyatt. I gotta have a guy that can run a route. At you can, the, you at, can teach him to run a route. At the end of the day, I, you can blow by a guy a thousand times, but if you can't run a route, a great example I, of, I of that you. is you know big guys, Calvin Johnson. He ran great routes. You know, the, 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 he was he was incredible. Um, Randy Moss ran great routes. You would think he's just a guy that blows by you, but he'll stop, turn around, and you're like eight yards deep, ten yards deep, and he's catching the ball. Sure. So you you need a guy that's like that. That hey, look, he can blow by you in a heartbeat. You got to back up, but when he stops, like oh no. Here's the problem: the guys with the combination of speed and route running together. I don't know that guy's in this draft class. I don't we'll know see. if you have both. We'll see. I, I haven't seen him really either, but we'll see. It's not like. Years in the past, where like a bunch of guys came out at once. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, this isn't Jamar Chase no. coming out this year. Could have said Devontae Smith. You could have went Ty, but it's okay. <laughs> you got anything else for me? Uh, that's it, guys. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Hey, you too, man. You Appreciate too. the call. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, folks. Take your Giants season ticket fandom to the next level with a season ticket membership. Stay connected to the club all year round, not just on game days. Memberships are now available for the 2023 season. To learn more about all the exclusive member benefits, visit Giants.com slash tickets. Limited inventory is available. And folks, the Giants official connected TV streaming app, Giants TV, brings original video content and game highlights on demand and direct to Big Blue fans. Giants TV is free on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire TV and the Giants mobile app. All right, let's go back to the phones, and we lost Mike in Virginia. Mike, call back. We'll get you right up. Let's go to Len in Columbia, Maryland. Len, what's going on? Hey, guys. How you doing? Very We're great, good. Len. How are you? Good, good, good. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to make a couple of comments, and I won't stay on very long, but I, I would like your opinion on a, a couple of things I'm going to say. Go and I look forward to I look forward to your answers. Okay, so Len, here's what we'll do. I, I, I will let you make your comments. You finish, hang up and listen, then we'll comment. That sounds good? Absolutely. Yeah, Go yeah, right yeah absolutely. You that's, got that's the way I want to play it today. Yep. That's the way I want to play it today. Go ahead. Um, you know, it used to be, and, and it used to be isn't, isn't that long ago, you considered your core to, to be about 15 people. And then we started to consider the core to be like 12 people. I believe that today, if you're looking for the core of your team, 
given the price structure, the cap, and all those sorts of things, it's probably about eight people. Six to eight, I would say, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And th- that's who's getting paid. And I'm going to exaggerate here. Everybody else is working for minimum wage. Not, not quite, obviously. But you're paying six to eight people. It's the core who wins the games. The core wins the games. You have to pay those people. This team is at a point now. Um, now, Len, real quick, real, real, Len, real quick. Remember, you do have guys on rookie contracts that can be part of that core that you're not paying yet. That, that's the exception. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Um, you know, and it might be when we look at the back end of that core. There's guys. Boy, I'm looking out the window of my house, and there's two deer walking by my backyard. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I'm sorry I had to interrupt, but that, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, the, so you start looking at the back end of the eight, John, and, and you see people like Julian Love. I don't think we can afford Julian Love. You know, um, that money is going to have to be used somewhere else. And I think that's the way you play it. This team is at a point now. There are eight to ten teams out there who probably need to get worse before they can get better. We're not in that standpoint. We can't get, we can't get worse. We're at a point now where we have to think about how we get better. And you get better by keeping those core players. Boy, I'm looking forward to the next two weeks. And, John, have a good time at the Combine if we don't talk again. And Howard, good to, good to talk to you after a couple of weeks. All right, good to talk to you, thanks, too. Thanks for, thanks for taking my call. Thanks, I'll Len. listen closely. I'll Appreciate listen it. closely. Go ahead, Howard. First off, you did make the right comment. And the right comment is that you want as many players on their rookie contract as possible to grow your team. As far as the six to eight players go to be the core of your team and that's who you have to pay, that's a yes and a no on that one. Um, and the reason why I say yes and no, if you have a whole bunch of guys on your team that are your draft picks, right, then that's your core. That could be 10 to 15 guys that are your draft picks. And as they age out, you know, you just mess up. Uh, I'm not mess up. You have to let them go. The ideal is if your first round, your second round pick, if you can get them to their second contract, then if you have third, fourth, fifth, and sixth round picks on your team and some free agents, not free agents from other teams, but free agents that you sign, you try to keep them all in as, as long as possible. So you would like to keep, and this is almost impossible to do, but you'd like to keep each draft class together because your first round pick and your second round pick get like four to five years in option. Your third round kids get three to four years in option, so you can sign them early, but you don't have to pay them as much because they're a second and third round pick unless they go off and they're pro bowlers. Right, and then by the time you get to the sixth round pick, they're minimal. Con- they're not. They're not minimal, but they're they're smaller contracts that mm-hmm. you can you can do them again and again. So if you can keep a class together, that's pretty much your core, and that's eight to ten guys right there. Then the the other core guy would be the free agent that you sign that you think that helps get you over the top. But you can sign as many guys you want. And you can and you can pay who you can whoever you need to pay. The problem with the Giants is they tried that two years ago. All right, and two years ago, you spent a lot of money to get yourself in position. I'm not, you know, bemoaning that moment because some teams do it, spend the money, and they go to a Super Bowl. Some teams do it, and they miss. And when they miss, they got to rebuild. The Giants, believe it or not, are rebuilding. And as far as not taking a step back, not this team. This team can take a step back. You have to sign a lot of guys. 
You're going to sign a lot of guys. You and guys, look, the team might actually be better next year, but because of a tougher schedule, yeah. you've got a couple bad breaks, you might yeah. have a worse record, and you, that's you, not necessarily the end of the world. You need some more playmakers. You need a whole bunch of stuff. You need a whole bunch of people to stay healthy, and I do mean stay healthy. It can't be, you know, and, and it's nothing we can put our finger on why people aren't healthy all the time, but you're going you're gonna to need them to be healthy. Hey, look, and the Giants had their share of injuries this year, yeah. but Daniel played all the games. Yeah. Andrew Thomas played all the games. Yeah. Saquon Barkley played all the games. And every time I came in here on a on a Tuesday, there was somebody getting out of the car to come try out for a spot that they needed. Dexter Lawrence <laughs> played all yeah. the games. Yeah. So a lot of really in all Julian Love played all the games. Yeah. So yeah, you lost McKinney for some games, you yeah. lost Dory Jackson for some games, but a lot of your most important guys yeah. and Leonard Williams played, I think, every game but one or two. Yeah. So they were in there for most of these Absolutely. games. So Absolutely. Again, we'll see what happens. But look, I'm with you. And I think you've successfully taken me off of my <laughs> week of thoughts at home about trading a pick for a, a veteran no, wideout. I think no. you've taken me off of it. There's no way. Good job. I appreciate that. <laughs> See, I need the Howard to love me back down and get me back to my core fundamentals, like, which is to draft. No way. Did we try that recently? No. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. Now, <laughs> if it's like Devontae Adams, we can have a different conversation. But yeah. Okay. Then you, then if you, okay. Let's do this. Let's do this really quickly. <laughs> You're going to trade a one- and a two. No, just my one. No, no. Just my one. They're not giving Devontae Adams up for one. Well, thing. then I'm not doing it. <laughs> okay, but. Okay. All right, we're done. We're out of the weeds. We're out of the end weeds. End of exercise. Yes, end of exercise. I I keep it simple, man. Oh, I'm not like, like, Paul, but what if you really ask hard if they would just take the one? What if you say pretty please? Yeah, they just laugh at yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Let's go to a guy in Pennsylvania. He'll wrap us up today. What's up, guy? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Hi, guy. Uh, Hey, I called in. A, uh, I'm. A, I'm a. Uh, I don't know what I would say as a, someone who has a little bit of angst about having given up on Kadarius Tony. And uh, the last time I called in and mentioned this, someone said, "Well, you're the only one," which I didn't really appreciate. But that's ne- neither here nor there. Now, in fairness, but, guy, I, I I don't think either that was Howard or I that said that to you. Just for the no, record. it wasn't, and okay. I won't say it because it was on a Wednesday. Okay. I, I got gotcha. you. But, but anyhow, <laughs> uh, 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 Robinson, Wendell Robinson, what kind of injury does he have? ACL. You know, he, he, so he, he is much more durable than Tony in, at best. Well, I mean, it's different. Look, guy, Wendell Robinson had oh, – well, he had two. But he had, he had two, like, legitimate injuries. The problem with Tony – is that he literally was on the injury report every single week he wore a Giants uniform, and it was always something different. Like he would hurt one ankle, then he hurt the other ankle. Hurt one hamstring, then he hurt the other hamstring. And, you know, he had two coaching staffs to figure it out, and I think one thing, Howard, we learned about Brian Damon in his first year here, he's able to relate to all different types of players uh, he, and to figure out how to use them. It's more he's a no-nonsense guy. I, well, yeah, I, I think he is, but <laughs> yeah. he also, I think, has figured out a way to, you know, he knows how to put players in a position to succeed as a coach. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, and the fact that this group and this staff and this front office, who I think he, knows he, how to scheme use around players, players. Scheme yeah, around players. Scheme around players. Thank you. Yeah. That they didn't think they could figure out a way to do that with Tony. That to I trust these guys to figure that out. And the fact that you had two different coaching staffs and groups here – that had issues doing that, and the first year was as much because of health as anything else. I remember this too, guy. If you didn't have the two weeks off between the AFC Championship game and the Super Bowl, Tony's probably not playing in the Super Bowl. Here, here, here's what I would say, guy. Because he's hurt. And and this is this is just me. 
I'll go back to the original draft, uh, you know, stats on him and how they looked at him. Uh, and I mean, pro football, out football focus, and uh, the coaches and scouts around the league. They didn't want to draft him. For whatever reason, I don't know anything about him personally. I don't know anything about him mentally or anything like that. So I don't want to, you know, besmirch his name, so to speak. I just know that a lot of teams didn't want to draft him. Now, he comes to the Giants. I'm like, man, this kid's phenomenal. Look at him. And in the two or three games he played, he played awesome. It was a physical freak show. Yeah. But then you can't have him play in in two years with the Giants only seven games if he played that many. Did he play that many? I have to look. I don't Yeah, I, I don't. So. Well, he, he went down. Uh, no, but look, guy, 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 to, to your point, is, 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 is there a risk to down. trading a guy no. with all that talent? Absolutely no. there is, 100%. No one would argue elsewhere. No, no, that's not the way you look at it, guy. I'm Just take it from me. If you're not available, which is your greatest ability, your availability, you're not a, you're not an actual player. And you just because you show up and make some plays in the, in the Super Bowl, which was great, but – it, again, if it was the next week he couldn't have played or he may not have played, I'm happy for him. I'm glad he made a couple plays. He went to the team. He shows up at Kansas City. He he played in one game. Then he set out for, what, three weeks, four weeks? I'd have to look. But, yeah, he was yeah. hurt. He was hurt two, then two he, different Yeah, times. he was in and out. I, I, I agree with you. He was yeah, in so and out. You, can, you out. can't have angst about that. He went out when they needed him in the game before the Super Bowl. But sure <laughs> enough. When the Super Bowl came, they were using him. Now, in fairness, the, his receiving and, touchdown was completely schemed up. They could have run that play with any receiver. It could have oh, been yeah, a touchdown. Yeah, but true. now, the the punt return it was nice. That I was, was nice. He also, he also ran out of gas at the end of it. Because like, he was running. He's like, yeah, oh, my God, I yeah. need to score. Get out of bounds. Yeah, and and, and <laughs> the, thing, the thing that I have about it, cause, and, I'm, and I'm this kind of a player and I always have been this kind of player, Availability is more important than anything else you can do. Sure if you're not available to play, I don't care how good you think you are because it doesn't matter because you're not on the field. Oh, this guy's a phenomenal talent. Well, when can we have him? Um, well, maybe three weeks or four weeks. And I know that's old school way. We didn't. We probably didn't take care of our bodies the same way. and We didn't look out for ourselves. But if you're not available, you can't help me. So just because you see him making a couple plays in the Super Bowl, which is yeah. great. I'm happy for him. He wasn't available. And they let go. They, well, they yeah. traded the guy that wasn't available. Yeah, I appreciate. And I know what you're saying. He was not playing when he wasn't major injury. But, you know, we got a whole a whole uh, uh, half a, do- a dozen people on our roster that you don't know whether they're going to play or not either. Oh, no. It, it receivers, most of the guys, once they finally found a group of guys that can play, they played every week. Yeah, they, and the, and the kid, the, the little the little guy, did a, a yeoman's job of what he could do, you know. And uh, he had that bad game where he missed a couple punts. He fumbled two punts, which put a James, put him yeah. in the doghouse. Mm-hmm. But he he did a good job. But but like everyone says, we want an upgrade, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, you you want an upgrade. No, and we hear I, you guys. Thanks for the call. Yeah, thank you. Like. I get guys like I, I got fans that ask me like, "Oh yeah, Tony looked good in the Super Bowl." That's like I'm like, "Yeah, he did." I'm like, he, "He had a couple plays. He made two plays in the Super Bowl. It wasn't like he was the quote unquote go to guy." And look, we we know what he is. Not like the the organization didn't sure. know what he he's could a, do when he was he, out there. He's, he's a, a phenomenal fun, athlete. He's a super athlete. But again, I'm an old school guy, and again, and I'm not. I'm a get off my yard guy. I guess I need you on the field. <laughs> like I I need you available to me and I, and I do want players to take care of their bodies and, and be healthy and everything else but 
If you're not available to me, I don't really know what I can do with you. Howard, good stuff. Later, brother. Good to be back. Tomorrow, it's the little man, the angry man, <laughs> Lance Meadow, with the tan man, Paul Dottino. You got like a little cushion for him to sit on so he can get up to the mic? No, well, no. what we do is that, see, this chair can like, see, like it can sit. It raises so up. So right now I'm uh, down, uh, but uh, for no. him, we can just go all the way up. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. Poor Lance. I'm know. sorry, Lance. For Howard Cross, I'm John Schroll. Paul Lance tomorrow. Though Paul has lost a lot of his tan. Really? Lost a lot of his tan. Uh, yeah, it's a problem. And it's funny because it's not cold outside. I figured we'd be like really tan. Yeah, I know. But no, I saw him the other day. Mm. Lost a lot oh, of his man. tan. I mean, he isn't as pale as me. If you are, <laughs> but he lost some of his tan. All right, Lance and Paul tomorrow for Howard. I'm Schmelk. We'll see you next time on Big Blue Kickoff Live. Great to be back. Thanks for being with us. At JC Penny, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.